This episode of Sewing Out Loud is brought to you by the National Sewing Circle. To get a premium year-long membership for $3, go to thesewcircle.com slash sewing. Your discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's thesewcircle.com slash sewing. Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory. And welcome to the podcast. I'm Mallory Donahue. I'm ZD Donahue. And I just think we maybe should have redone the theme song for this podcast and been like, uh, 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 stabilize, stabilize, uh, 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 stabilize. Oh, all right. <laughs> Always makes me I was feel trying better. to harmonize and not match you, so we'll see what happens. Well, you guys, <laughs> don't talk about my singing. Mom is not a super great pitch matcher, <laughs> but she produced three people who are actually, I'd say, say above average singers. Okay, yeah, it's not like we're all like opera singers or something yeah, like that. Unfortunately, but, they're <laughs> all sopranos. <laughs> Well, I you know a, how many you know I'm how a, many sopranos it takes to change a light bulb, right? One. Yes. She holds it, and the world revolves around her. Correctly. I'm definitely a soprano in personality, but I am whatever the person makes me sing. Like I had a contentious relationship with my choir teacher in high school, and he made me sing alto when he was when he needed altos. Displeased with me, and well, sure he needed altos. Surprise, I was like one of the loudest people in choir. Okay, surprise. So <laughs> that just ha- that happened in, in Sweeney Todd. They're like, you're going to sing tenor here? You're going to sing first soprano here? And I'm like, okay. When uh, Hillary was in high school, I was at, happened to be at her choir class time, you know, yeah. once uh, talking with the, the choir director about costumes or something. And he was having them sing, and we were kind of off you know, to the side, and they finished what they were doing, and he goes, okay, everyone needs to sing louder, except Hillary and Chris. <laughs> yeah, I remember us recording something in junior high, and my teacher's like, let's have you stand over here by the door, as far away from the microphone as we can get you. I And it's not, that it's really actually not like a great thing. Like, if you're a really well-trained singer, you should be able to sing all notes quiet, all levels. quietly and loudly, right? Yes. Like you, that that also takes like singing quietly um, takes a lot of breath support too. Which you know that lady emailed me after she saw me on Fonz and Porter and said I need the vocal. She coaching. told you you she had breath me, problems. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you yeah, know, yeah. who would want to uh-huh. listen to you? And that's exactly what you were on there for too. Okay, so uh, and I was corrupting Sarah. <laughs> hey, Making, she got married. I know. Congratulations, yes, Sarah. Yes, congratulations, Sarah. Yes, yes, congratulations. I think I saw it coming. Well, yeah, she was. Yeah. And, okay, let's not. I saw it coming. Talk about I Sarah, knew she was in love. Sarah's love life on the podcast. I, I'm sorry, Sarah. I knew you were in love. Congratulations. Okay, uh, we are talking about stabilizers, and I, this is going to be a, the first part of a series. I tried to do this. <laughs> the pandemic has made things crazy, and I tried to do a series about this on 
in the self-sewn wardrobe, but we're just going to have to do this uh, in the podcast, which is just fine. We're doing a series on stabilizers. And if you bought the Sew Here Refresh box, refresh, refresh, I don't know, um, whatever you like to call it, you got a sulky stabilizer sampler. And it's a... Uh, a big pack of a bunch of stabilizers. And I think that this is really good for people to get. And I thought it was good for the refresh box because people could get a little acquainted and see if, okay, I want to start stocking this in my sewing right. room. Well, you know, and, certain and product. what has happened, like in every aspect of our life, is technology has brought forth even more products. Oh, gosh. So if you thought you knew all about stabilizers or had used all about all of the stabilizers in the world, no, there's more. Well, that's very true. Um, so stabilizers, I guess maybe we should start off uh, with just a, a little bit of an intro, but stabilizers are different from interfacing, right? Very different. We've covered this before a bit. Most of the time, an interfacing is like always meant to stay with the garment that's correct forever and ever and make it a different um what do i want to say i was i was just going to say like provide structure right it makes it a different structure it it it, it, yeah. it it beefs up the structure it somehow yes yeah, it definitely like the fabric is right. like this and then with interfacing right. it will support Things right. like a collar, right. a lapel. A stabilizer may temporarily sort of beef up, uh -huh. you know, the fabric or whatever to enable you to add more threads to it, right? Yeah. With okay. The, with, so, sta yeah, so right. stabilizers, they're not really all about the structure of whatever you're making. Right. Okay. So also we, we mentioned garments with interfacing. Okay. Right. Bags get can get right. interfaced. Okay. Right. You know, things like that. And, and batting can sometimes be used uh, or like, or uh, even... A, a wool interfacing and like pad stitching and things like that. Those right. are all things that add to the structure. But these stabilizers were developed and are mainly used for machine embroidery. Well, any stitches, really, but, if you think about it. Yeah, yes. but, but yes. you know, kind of originally like that, but we use them for <laughs> all types of stitching. Mm -hmm. And they're usually, yes, meant to add body to the fabric to support it during the process. So they're supportive to the stitches. They're supportive. I love that. Yes. They support stitches instead of structure. That's <gasps> right. Did you all that? Oh my! I don't, how did I figure that I out? I love that. Yeah, I okay. laid in bed all night trying to think that instead out. of supporting the form. So, uh, but they're marketed mainly for machine embroidery. The, well, and this is where we've also seen their development just increase and increase and yeah, increase. But I think that it's something garment sewers need to avail themselves of. It's knowledge we really well, need to have. They can be I so mean, helpful. The simple, simplest thing to say is think about your buttonhole. There you go. Oh, right. Have we, we have changed some lives we, with yes. that buttonhole podcast yes. and those, and uh, the buttonhole podcast has detailed show notes and I actually had a friend, like an acquaintance, who, you know, people think I sew for other people, which I generally don't. And she was trying like, not oh, to she anyway. Was like, Will you just please do some buttonholes for me? Can you be hired to do buttonholes? I was like, absolutely not. You know, just <laughs> does not sound like something I want to do. You know? Well, and if you think about buttonholes, they're very much embroidered. Well, well right? so anyway, I just said, hey, look at this podcast episode, and she goes, oh my god. You made it so that I could make successful right. buttonholes. Right. And what ZD is saying is we incorporate embroidery stabilizer into that process. 
which is, you know, generally thought of as a garment sewing process, mm -hmm. and it changes people's lives. But if you so. even think about hand buttonholes, mm -hmm. they're, mm -hmm. they're hand embroidery. They're yeah. hand decorative stitches, and you can use stabilizer there also. Absolutely. Okay, so we are going to, the, the stabilizer pack that we're referencing, I'll put a link in the show notes, um, is divided up into four parts. The first is cutaway stabilizers, then we have tear away, then we have wash away, and then we have heat away. So depending on how in-depth we get, you know, this could be like a couple of episodes, but uh, let's just start off talking about cutaway stabilizers, okay? So cutaway, these are the stabilizers. This was like, this is like the first thing that ever happened, it'll probably be the first thing you're introduced to when you're taught to machine embroidery. Oh, I really? I would have thought tearaways would have oh, been. Oh, I, I, I got it backwards. Is that what? I thought oh, okay. We were talking okay. About tearaway. okay <laughs> let's talk about cutaway. They weren't the first thing, but but yeah, go ahead. They're really important. Oh, and also, be yeah, I think they're the closest relative to garment interfacing products right. that you would buy. I agree okay. because they have to beef up the fabric for mm -hmm. you or they keep it beefed or whatever. Um, so cutaway is cutaway because part of it will stay yeah. with the embroidery. Yeah, yes. So I this is another, um, I just think it's really It's not good. just tear away or heat away because yeah. you're trying to keep part of it with the embroidery. This is another good educational phrase I feel like I've come up with. Uh, <laughs> that uh, stabilizers are named by how they are adhered to the fabric and how they come away from the right. fabric. So how they go on and how they come off. These are these are categorized by how they come off. Uh, these different uh, categories when you talk about cutaway, tearaway, washaway, heataway. So these cutaways uh, are much more like the interfacing products. Like if you because think about, they're permanent. Yes, if you think about Pellon interfacing mm -hmm. or something like that uh, if you've bought that in the past you've bought something that's really similar to these right. cutaways and we used to have customers that had come in and bought pellon type non-woven mm -hmm. interfacing thinking or trying to use it as a cutaway stabilizer and guess what guys doesn't work as well well especially because well, it's often, it's way too heavy. It's, well, a lot. Sometimes it's too soft. Oh, okay. Not, you know, not yeah. like stiff it's enough. It's not supportive enough. Okay, well, let's just, yeah. go, let's just go through what's in here. Okay, so first of all, we have Cutaway Plus. Can you find your, we have two of these open, and I was like, let's have these. And they're certainly, yeah, here they all are, but none of them are going to be in order or anything. Well, right? mine, I think somehow they were in order. <laughs> This one is not. <laughs> okay. Well, maybe I was giving maybe I was giving Sulky a little too much credit. Actually, but uh, I can tell you which one. Here ones we go. Yeah. Two seventy five. I think this is it. Oh, they have a number yeah. on them. Yeah, the, they're now, all this labeled. is the one you're going to mistake for a Pellon yeah. or non woven interfacing. It looks like a piece of paper. Mm -hmm. Okay, and, and it, it you might, can you can see the fibers. You can, and it, they're not woven. No. You can really see that it looks like felt. Yes. Yeah. They're thin, felted together. Sort of a thin piece of felt. Actually, I have an artist friend who started doing colored pencil on Pellon. Yeah. It's kind of fuzzy, pretty yeah. looking. It, it was interesting to me. I was like, oh my gosh. Okay. That's what I can use it for because we don't like to use interfacing products and garments really. I use interfacing products to take nail polish off. There you go. So this is a stiffer one and it is just called Cutaway Plus. Right. So... 
it doesn't have any helper to it to get it adhered to your fabric. So it doesn't have any glue on it. No glue that you is, know. you know, activated by right. anything else. It's just cutaway. Now, it's kind of stiff. So here's the deal. Cutaway stabilizers are what are recommended for stretchy fabrics. You must, on a stretchy fabric, use a cutaway. Because and that means your stretch denim pants, everybody. Yeah. I know you don't think of them as stretch, but they are. Yes. So when you are doing machine embroidery, the after you embroider it, okay, the garment, it cannot be allowed to stretch afterwards. It won't stretch in that place. Yeah. Because you have done a bunch of stitching. So if you stitch your like house on there or your text or whatever, and then you go and that would, if that were be, to be able to... uh be allowed to stretch you'd pop your stitches right. so it stabilizes during the stitching process but then also after okay um and one second i didn't turn the wi-fi off everyone okay so <laughs> so that's just normal everyday cutaway if you're looking at that from your sew here box then you know so where you might see this or identify it after it's used in industry is if you have a polo shirt and yes. someone's done a business logo on it and you turn it over and you look at it, you should see some stabilizer product left that's sort of cut around that logo, okay? Not particularly real close up to it, but, you know, close enough that it's not distorting that's the right. rest of the fabric around it. Now, if you see a shirt like this and the logo looks kind of wacko and it looks like it had just tasted a lemon and was all pursed up. <laughs> you may turn over that garment and look inside and there's nothing on the back of it. And there's, or there's a little bit of something that's, you know, gone away or you can see little parts of somebody used the wrong stabilizer or none at all. That's right. So cutaways will be used on the back of it. However, okay, so this cutaway it's, I call it like classic cutaway. Maybe one of the first it is. cutaways It's, like, to come it's out. like the first one I knew right. about. Okay. I mean, when I started embroidering, machine uh -huh. embroidery, there was cutaway and tearaway. Right. That was but it. Then we get to you have in your in your stabilizer sampler pack, you have soft and sheer, okay, and you also have fuse and stitch. Okay. So well, okay, this is soft and sheer. When we get to soft and sheer. This stuff is like a light and airy version of the cutaway. And if you, um, and then there's a fusible version too. Well, there's a cutaway plus that's not as light. Okay. Well, that's what we were just talking about. That's this. We were just talking about cutaway plus. Okay. Like the whole time. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is Cutaway oh, Plus. Okay. okay, so now we're talking soft and sheer, and that's right. these two right here. And these, if you're looking in your stabilizer sampler pack, they look a little bit shiny. They, I think, you have can been, read through them. Yes, they are translucent. Yeah, I can see, like, even though there's one black, one is black in color or dark, dark, dark gray, you can see through it. And then, um, <laughs> we just, <laughs> I don't know if the microphones are gonna. Pick up the cat vomiting right now. <laughs> but that's what just happened. So we have this soft and sheer. And this is the stuff, if you watch our video on how to embroider a onesie or a t-shirt, mm -hmm. this is the you know a cutaway that will support stitching, but then also be very soft afterwards. Okay? So, you know, we didn't talk about color. Well, so what happens, mm -hmm. right, we didn't talk yeah, about, about that. Yeah, let's talk about that. Go ahead. Why you... 
So the lighter stabilizers were developed because knits also got lighter. That's right. Okay. Fabric changed, so, so um, stabilizers had to change. Mm-hmm. Right. And, you know, I think a lot in the beginning, not everybody had an embroidery machine. Right. Okay. So the stuff getting embroidered was not like as wide ranging because people didn't have the access. So well, not, not only did did the materials change, like the and, pants. And money drives because the market wasn't there. Right. So why would, why would a company make 42 kinds of stabilizers when there weren't that many embroidery machines That's out right. there? That's right. That's right. So here we have, we're encountering in our journey, our first fusible stabilizer. Okay. So let's talk about that. And isn't that... That you'll feel, yeah. Touch the it. Yep. Grit. Uh, I, is it grit? What is it? A grit, I think, is a good it, texture. It, yeah. What it has is it has little dots of glue. Is basically what it yeah, has. Yes. So itty bitty dots of glue have been applied to it, and these are heat activated glue. That's why we call it fusible. Mm-hmm. There's water activated glue. There's also they call it pressure sensitive, which is a nice way to say sticky. Yeah. Like a sticker. Mm-hmm. Like. <laughs> You know, <laughs> uh, so this it, this fusible cutaway, I love fusing things if I can. In in embroidery land, I say fuse if you can, hoop if you can mm-hmm. are, are the two things. Now, right. sometimes we can't do these things, right? Like some fabrics won't tolerate heat. And, right? Or hooping. Or hooping. Right. And some projects don't tolerate hooping. But when you fuse, if you're gonna if you're gonna embroider that polo shirt, right? If you fuse that stabilizer where you're about to stitch, well then it doesn't move right. as you go to prep the fabric, as you go to embroider it, you know. Um, I just embroidered a little shirt for Jerome, a little t shirt. Yeah. And I fused it on, and it and I didn't hoop it because it was so small, and we'll talk about that later on. Um, but it was just so nice when you can have it fused. So, you know, I just buy fusible stuff. Yeah, just just about anymore. Almost everything we have is fusible. But then we also have a can of spray adhesive, so uh-huh. we can make our non-fusibles fusible. <laughs> yeah. So if it's fusible and I go to do something that can't handle heat, okay, fine. I'll still use it. I just won't fuse it. Right. Oh, I'll use it. I, I just won't fuse it. it. Okay. So I wouldn't, when I would sell someone stabilizers in the shop and be like, okay, well, here's the non-fusible and here's the fusible one. Right. The fusible one is $3 more. Well, yeah, I was going to say, you know, there was a difference in cost, and people wanted you to have the non-fusible available. Yeah, and what, we had to order those rolls three at a time, right. right? So I would always be putting in an order, okay, give me six of the fusible, but only three right. of the non-fusible. And I'm okay if I run out of the non-fusible. That's right. If someone comes in here desperate, I don't feel morally reprehensible for just saying, hey, buy the fusible for right. three cents extra a yard, right. you know, or something like that. So uh, if you are going to order and you have limited space, limited budget, think about just, boom, getting those fusibles, right. okay? It'll it'll save you some time. Let's take a little break and come back and talk about uh, the three other cutaways that are listed here. Mallory. You know what I always say? What do you always say? You can never have too much sewing knowledge. I agree. And that's why we'd like to introduce you to the folks at National Sewing Circle. If you're having stitch quality issues or experiencing thread breakage or difficulties getting the tension set on your machine, the National Sewing Circle can help. 
If you've been wanting to learn how to work with slinky knits, faux fur, heavy vinyl, any other specialty type fabric, but aren't sure what needles, thread, or machine settings to use, then National Sewing Circle is a fabulous online resource for sewing instruction, projects, fun ideas, and inspiration that you should take advantage of. Their goal is simple, to help you become a better sewer. And they have an amazing offer. Sign up for National Sewing Circle Premium Membership with this exclusive Sewing Out Loud offer to get a full year of their premium membership for only $3. That's 95% off normal price. Visit thesewcircle.com slash sewing to take advantage of this great offer. The discount will be automatically applied at checkout. Join a community of passionate sewers who are committed to expressing their creativity and learning to create beautiful projects. Go to thesewcircle.com sewing to get access to hundreds of full-length instructional videos led by expert instructors. thesewcircle.com sewing. Thanks, Thanks National, National Sewing, sewing Circle! circle. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. And we're back. All right. So this next one is fuse and stitch fuse and stitch mm-hmm. so it's a medium weight cutaway yeah. that's fusible and actually it's a little harder on this one okay no it's not it's very evident which side is glue yeah, it <laughs> is the so shiny, shiny side a lot of times the shiny side is the glue side so we have videos on our youtube channel of how to embroider on crushed velvet mm-hmm. and i use the fuse the one we just talked about okay the sheer fusible but as I was preparing to do that video, I stuck the iron down on the fusible side. So that's why we also have a video about how to clean your iron. That's right. <laughs> and this particular one, uh-huh. um, the one. Uh, the fuse and stitch. Yes. The fuse and stitch. The, the one characteristic it seems to have is it works well with a wing needle. Yeah. That's interesting that they put it on there like that. Now, where I could see using this is on like the flap of a bag like a tote bag or something. And he, this is the one place where I always wanted to cheat and I learned you really shouldn't. When you do machine embroidery, you need to always use stabilizer. Okay? Oh. 
And your mother always. didn't tell no, you, you that? No, you told me that. Okay. But then I was going to embroider these canvas bags. And I was like, yeah. ah, it'll be fine. They're this heavy canvas. Sometimes you think if it's really heavy and it's canvas, it's certainly going to be okay. And like, it wasn't a super dense design. It's right. just like one letter. Right. Okay. Like a big, a big single, yeah. single character monogram. But no, it, it looked okay. And I was like, uh, not, not great. Did the next one with stabilizer. It looked a thousand times better. So what happens is... The threads can pull the weave, mm-hmm. right? Even it, even if it's no canvas, matter how heavy it right? Is, yeah. But the stabilizer won't let it pull the weave. Therefore, you get a more defined edge even on everything. Yes, and that was it. It's not like right. it. It didn't look like it had just tasted a right. lemon. It just didn't look as crisp and right. nice. And you know, it wasn't for a client. It was you for out. yeah. I wouldn't if it was for a client. I just would have used the stabilizer. Right. But I was doing it for a friend. I was like, oh, whatever. It'll just be fine. This they don't know the difference. Bag, you know, and then it was just not as satisfactory. So I could see using this. And a cutaway. So what do you think you did? Say 50 cents? Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Got the, all disappointed, too, just because of 50 cents, right? The cutaway the, will help preserve that uh, shape of your pattern mm-hmm. piece, too. You it know, makes so it crisp and pristine. If you can leave the stabilizer permanently, it can be nice to use a cutaway. Sometimes you don't want to. Like if the bag, if it's a bag where the inside is like exposed, I don't know, and you really don't want stabilizer in there or something like that, okay. Uh, But if it was a purse that I was making and I went to embroider on the flap and then, you you know, And that, you know, that's another rule we can mention here, I Uh guess, is if you know you're going to embroider on something, embroider on the fabric piece not cut out yet yeah you cut out your so you can after. either like trace it on a piece of you know your fabric or whatever that you use so you know approximately where you want it but then you can cut it out later yes and we used to actually make fab design fabric like that and like cut it out you take yeah. yards of fabric mm-hmm. and like you know or even use our decorative stitches on it you know and do yard you know yards and your or we would like draw out the pattern pieces and then cut like two inches out from all of them, you know, yeah. so I'm not, that we could redo, you know, recut the pattern piece. So I'm not seeing this in here, but some stabilizer brands will give you a bit of a formula. They'll be like, this stabilizer will support 10,000 stitches yeah, within know, such and such area. I, okay, I have seen that too, and I think that's okay, but I don't think it's always true to um fact because a lot of times it has to do with the fabric you're on too well yeah so what they're saying is to like put another layer under right you know which maybe wouldn't hurt there are you can rarely over stabilize actually yeah and there are some dense embroidery designs out there i don't think they're as popular as they well i don't know there yeah. are some brands out there still doing, and there's some people that just like ones. to embroider, embroider, mm-hmm. embroider. There are a lot of people that don't sew that embroider. Yes, yes, they really enjoy the machine embroidery aspect. Right. Uh, and there's in the hoop projects, right? They require a lot of support because you are like yep. constructing a bag in the right. hoop or whatever, you know. So you will be using that now. All of these so far that we have spoken about, I don't use a ton in the garment sewing realm do you like this sheer fusible the really lightweight fusible one I could maybe see uh, I wouldn't use it on my knit buttonholes because I would interface with a woven right 
Um, so you're saying in garment sewing, you don't use those stabilizers. I don't use them a ton unless I'm like, you know, embroidering or something. Or, yeah. You know, and doing I don't think I do either. I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think though. I used to use like, um, you know, the knitted one. Well, so we're yeah. going to get to that. Okay. Yeah. So that's why I said that's so far. That's the one I'm thinking I use. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So this next one is, okay, so lots of brands have a version of this. Sulky calls it tender touch. Mm-hmm. And it really, this is the first way that I encountered this product. But then you and everyone else who'd been sewing for a long time, you were like, oh, this feels like fusy knit. Fuse, yeah. And it's a fusible knit stabilizer mm-hmm. right right and i encountered it first as a cover-up for for a to- you mean for, a topping on no 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 a cover for the back of the embroidery oh yes okay yes, so yes. i see what you're saying you just fused it on to cover the back the stitches right right okay. which i mean we could mention that here that like some kids or even adults or you know my husband one time had it was a shirt from a race yeah. that was embroidered, and it was too close to his nipple, like, and the back of the stitches uh-huh. bothered him. And, and I said, in. I know how to take care of that. And all I did was fuse this particular type of stabilizer to the back of the garment, and then those stitches were enclosed. Right. So if you have ever used a fusible hem tape for knits, this feels a little like that. It's a little heavier weight, and it's big. Okay, it's not been cut into right. strips, you know. Uh, I did use this to cover up the back of the embroidery on Jerome's shirt. It says, I heart trains. Right. It's really big across his chest. Big for a three-year-old, you know. Um, <laughs> so it was, so it's eight inches across. Well, yeah. or like, I, no, Six. I think it's like five, oh, you know. All. So he, he's got this big embroidery across his chest, and I knew it would rub him, you know, rub right. his skin. So this is fused there. I, I do see people using this sometimes to stabilize the edge of a knit seam. You know, sometimes people will use it to stabilize the edge of like yeah. a knit neckline. A placket on a zipper or something like that. Yes. The edge of a of a um, pocket. Right. Now, you and I generally just would go for like stabilizing with cotton organdy right. or power shaper net right. or some other more stable knit. Right. Uh, but I could see how this would be used yeah. um, in those situations. So the tender touch is like a fusible knit. It doesn't allow your fabric to really like stretch afterwards. Right. And this is what, you know, you're really going to use on those fine little delicate things like baby clothes. Yes. Yeah, this might be the stable, the only stabilizer you're going to use. And and I would always suggest that if you do go on, like infants' clothes or baby clothes, you don't want your embroidery to be heavy. No, you, you don't. don't want a lot of concentrated stitches. You don't it make... does not feel good. If you're going to put a lot of concentrated baby stitches on something, do it on a blanket. You don't want to make it like a yeah. Kevlar don't do it on the garment, onesie, right? You know, uh, that is so. That tender touch, though, is nice for a cover-up. That's how I first encountered it. But then someone, uh, some embroidery expert at Baby Lock Tech, and I can't remember who, mentioned it for use on, like, lightweight satins. Patty, maybe? I don't think so. No, no. It was, like, some merchant, like a vendor, not mm. not a person who worked for Baby Lock. And they were embroidering lightweight satin, which always poses a problem. Yeah. You know, satin's so easy to snag. It's snagged. Uh, yeah. R- really. So they fused this on 
before embroidery and used it more like a traditional embroidery stabilizer to actually support the stitches. So this fusible knit helped the satin support those embroidery right. stitches. It just held the, it held the threads down is what it, it did. Held the threads, threads down. In place. And yeah. then didn't affect the drape too much right. afterwards. Right, uh, You know, you can still trim clothes. See, I could see using a strip of that like where you were putting in a zipper maybe or something mm-hmm. in that type of fabric because, you know, that is where you're manipulating the fabric a lot. Right, right. And it's not like when you fuse interfacing to a collar and that starts to bubble away right it gets stitched down you know uh which is which is nice but since it is so drapey it's the it's the most fabric like of the stabilizers that Mm -hmm. we have here like when i hold it up by its corner it looks like a handkerchief okay so it, it is drapey it will still let the let those fabrics be soft and pliable. Right. But yeah. Maybe I could use something like that when I make my, you know, when I make my sewing suits and put the zipper on, I do use cotton organdy, but that would work. Oh, maybe you should that test that out too. and see yeah. how you like it. That would yeah. work too. The, you know, the cotton organdy is so lightweight, it's not like it really gets in your way necessarily. No, it, I, I've been happy with it. I just wonder what that would be like. Hmm. And I could see using that under buttonholes Oh yeah, too, especially in a knit. On a knit, on a knit. Yeah, exactly. I actually think that the Islander Sewing System people, they sell what's branded, you know, as their stabilizer for shirt collars, and it's like a knitted. It's like that. Yeah, yeah. They, they call it like the perfect because shirt stabilizer they're doing or they're doing um what it, what do we call it? <laughs> I don't know what do we call it? Taylor? No, 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 no. You know, antique garments. Um, well, they're not doing heirloom. I'm talking about no, like a, a oh, shirt. No, oh. no, no. Oh, okay. You're no. talking about a shirt shirt. Okay. A shirt shirt. No. Okay. Not right. Martha Pullen. Not Martha Pullen. The Islander, Islander people. people. Yes, yes. Okay. Now, all they right. might do heirloom, too. But I wonder. Haven't we all? Uh, yes, ahead. exactly. Uh, and the last stabilizer in this sampler pack that is in the cutaway... See, I mean, this fusible one that we just talked about it is in the cutaway family because you can't tear it away. Because you can't tear <laughs> it, right. <laughs> this next one, I don't know if I'd put it in the cutaway family necessarily, but that's probably the only place that it really can live and that is stitch and seal okay so this i mean it almost once again goes outside the realm of like embroidery stabilizers but it reseals the back well i was gonna say it's like rubberizing yeah yeah it's it reseals the back of waterproof fabric after machine embroidery when i've lost my little square so if you want to i think i have have it. it yeah so if you want to monogram your lunch bag mm-hmm. and it is you know uh, a watertight kind of thing that you can put um ice in or something or cold pack or whatever this is might be what you use right so you apply it to the embroidery after um after stitching and then it should you know maintain that waterproof uh what do i want to say quality to it and it feels like it feels like vinyl. Yeah. It feels like a vinyl that you might have a some kind of like makeup bag out of. I feel like I have had this. It's it's really thick. Um, you know, you would not be. You could almost like sew through it and make something out of it. <laughs> so you have a little bit of that. So those are the cutaways that are included in. This the sampler pack that you would have received in the refresh box. And if you want to order one of these sampler packs, it would be good. Let's see. What do we have on hand, like personally? 
in our sewing room. I would have the fusible soft and sheer. Absolutely. Okay. For sure. Honestly, for what we do and I do, I don't know how you feel. I don't use a heavy cutaway right now in my life. I'm trying to think. Just not very often. And if I think my the cutaway we have isn't heavy enough, I just put another piece under. Like, I double it up. I don't embroider duffel bags and tote bags not like anymore, I used to. Not like we used to. If but, you are. But if I do, <laughs> if I do, I just put, I double up my stabilizer. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So that is, I'm, I'm thinking I would keep that. Definitely the tender touch. So I just used tender touch for that um, t-shirt. Uh, and it can sometimes be called something different from different brands. Right. And, oh, with that sheer stuff. I said fusible, right? I, okay. You mean so the I'm stuff no, with the little holes in it? The, yeah, the, the, the soft and sheer fusible. Yeah. I definitely would have the fusible on hand. So, like, what would I order, you know, right now? I'd get the tender touch. I'd get the fusible soft and sheer. And I'm just intrigued by this waterproof stitch cover-up stuff. Yeah. So, I just want to have some so of that on hand. So, you want to get some because we don't have anything yeah. like it moving. <laughs> That is what I would order right away. But maybe if you're doing different sewing. So if you're embroidering a raincoat, you mm -hmm. need that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, everyone, we are going to continue the series. We're going to talk about tearaways. We're going to talk about the washaways and heataways. And you can submit your questions about embroidery, uh, stabilizers, and whatnot in the show notes. Or you can go to the group, uh, whatever you like. ZD, take it away. So long and so happy. Thanks for listening to Sewing Out Loud. For even more expert sewing advice, visit SewHere.com.